And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green and here I am again on another sunny Saturday morning in Phoenix, Arizona. And the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. If you feel the need to send an email, there is a contact page on the Your Car Insiders website or you can email directly to Gary at YourCarInsiders.com or GaryGreen1 at Cox.net. You know, I have a a radio show listener that sends me articles and sometimes it's articles I didn't find and sometimes it's an article that I did find. But I got a kick out of something when I was thinking about Ron the other day was how I talk about things that are necessary to buy when you're going into the finance office. And one of the things with Ron was... He was trading, he was getting rid of a little regular cab GMC pickup truck. And he was buying a Yukon, and I don't remember if it was four-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive. And we started to talk, and he mentioned he didn't want a warranty. And I was okay with it, but I asked him a couple of questions. So I asked him about items that were not in his car and they were in the new car. So I asked him, when did this break? Well, I don't have that. Well, when did that break? I don't have that either. What about this? My truck doesn't have that. After about four or five things, he kind of saw where I was going with this. One thing I will tell people is when you're buying a service contract for a car, it's important to understand what it is you're buying and what it is that's covered and more important, what it is that's not covered. But I will always tell people the term that's used in the car industry is risk responsible. Your car is more likely to break when you're responsible for the repairs, not when the manufacturer is responsible for the repairs. Since probably 2000 at least, I have not owned a car that I purchased new that had did not have a warranty of some sort. Of all those cars, only one did I not use the warranty. On a 2006 Mustang GT, bought a 75,000 mile warranty, never used the warranty. I didn't have anything break in the car past a hundred until over one hundred and ten thousand miles that wouldn't have been covered by a warranty anyway. But it's important to understand what it is that you're doing when you're buying your car. And this is why I tell people you don't negotiate by a monthly payment. So in the old days, when you negotiated by the payment and you got into the business office and you sat down with the finance manager and he started to tell you, hey, I got great news. I found a way to put this package together for you. And you're going to have a warranty. You're going to have paint protectant. You're going to have wheel and tire protection. You're going to have this. And your payment only goes up $7. Okay. Something happened with the math. Okay. And a very, very true statement is... 
the figures don't lie, but liars figure. When you're in a car dealership, when you're negotiating by a car payment in the state of Arizona, your payment has to be within $10 of the true payment. When you go into the finance office, they can't send your payment back with $75 leg, which gives the finance manager a $75 head start. I could remember the short time that I was a finance manager in 1997, 1998. They would send deals back to finance that no matter what I sold the customer, and I mean sold, not stuck in the deal to fill the, I could not fill the payment that was sent back. Sometimes you would have to lower the term. But here's an article that I found, and I did not read it. It's on Autoblog, and the article is, what is the finance office, and why are you there, and what they'll offer? Okay, and this is very true. Going to the finance office is the final step in buying a car at the dealership. It can also be the most frustrating as you're likely to have already spent hours at a dealership test driving, negotiating, and inevitably waiting around. F&I literally stands for finance and insurance and is the office where you sign all the required legal documents associated with a car purchase. This can include signing financial agreements or if you're financing the car separately or purchasing it with cash, hand over the required payment. This is handled by a dedicated F. F&I manager, specifically trained and familiar with the various forms and contracts required. Because there are fewer F&I managers than salespeople, in fact, there's usually only one. Okay, I can't remember the last time I was in a car dealership that only had one. Okay, I used to go to a Chrysler store and they would have eight business managers working at any given time. One of the reasons I don't like to go on Saturdays and Sundays is because you could get caught up in the backlog of waiting to get into the finance office. One of the things I have not been able to accomplish is getting you out of having to go to the finance office in the order that you purchase the car. However, I will tell you, there are plenty of times that I help people buy a car and they never, ever do anything other than sign the paperwork because I've had everything prearranged prior to walking in. I'm not going to listen to a gap presentation if you're putting $20,000 down. I'm not going to have you buy a warranty that's not necessary for you. When I say not necessary for you, if you're going to drive a car 10,000 miles a year, you don't buy a six-year, 100,000-mile warranty. It is. You need to understand that the finance manager supports is supposed to offer you every single product every single time he prints a car deal. However, if you don't buy certain items, you have to sign what's called a disclaimer as to what you purchased and what you declined. Once you're in finance, you can expect the process to take another half hour or longer, depending on the amount of paperwork that needs to be signed. One of the other things that you're having happen right now is you're signing everything on an iPad or a tablet. Okay, If you sign your paperwork on an iPad or a tablet, there's a very good possibility they're going to give you a thumb drive. Now, I was with a friend. She's buying a car. And when I say a friend, she was a gal that used to go to the Starbucks that my daughter worked at while she was in college. 
And when Judy bought the car, we were sitting in the Honda dealership. It was a wonderful experience. A really good buddy of mine was the finance manager, and we we're cruising along really, really, no problems, no ifs, no ands, no problems. All of a sudden, he says, now I'm going to have you sign on here, and when we're all done, I'm going to give you a thumb drive. Now, Judy was about 80 years old. And Judy looked up and said, what's a thumb drive? And he explained to her that it was a little little thumb drive, which is a small little piece of plastic that you stick in the side of your computer in one of those USB ports. And it downloads all your paperwork. She said, well, what happens if you don't have a computer? Well, she didn't have a computer. And he looked at me and I looked at him at the exact same time. We both said, well, if that's the case, we then print your paperwork. I'm going to tell you this. If they offer you a thumb drive, ask them if they'd be willing to also print all your paperwork. It's not happened a lot, but I've had a couple of clients that have gotten home and there was nothing on the thumb drive. Okay, It's not a monstrous problem, but I got to tell you, in the last three years, I've probably had 10 people call me. Gary, I can't find... I can't find the thumb drive that had the paperwork on the car. And for me, it's pretty simple. I just call somebody at the dealership. They either email the documents or they get me a new thumb drive. What I will tell you is if... They have a, if you have a thumb drive, when you get home, open up the computer and print off all your paperwork. Make sure you have everything. This is where doing some research ahead of time will literally pay off. As you'll know what products you might be interested in, what constitutes a good or a bad example of that product, or most simply tell the finance manager no to everything and save yourself a lot of time. Frankly, the safest course of action is to just say no, as these products are often of dubious value and can usually be purchased after the fact. If you're going to buy a warranty, I'm telling you right now, there is no better time than the time you're buying your car brand new to purchase a service contract. Okay, I'm telling you that. There's no better time to buy a service contract than at the time you're buying the car. That being said, you need to make sure that you're not paying $4,000 for a warranty that you could buy for $2,000 or $1,500 or $1,400. There's nothing wrong with buying a service contract. You just want to buy something with the proper value. Okay. I'm not a believer in saying no to everything. I am a believer of never paying over for something. Just an extra $20 a month might sound like a good deal, but multiply that by months and years and by the interest rate as well. It's suddenly a very hefty charge. Nevertheless, finance managers aren't snake oil salesmen and the products can be beneficial to certain car buyers. Their prices are also negotiable. Below are some of the most common products. We're going to come back to this after the break. But remember, you don't buy it by the monthly payment. You buy it by the dollar amount, and you understand what each $1,000 of that product adds to your monthly payment. There's no warranty. I shouldn't say that. If you buy a car and you finance it for 72 months at 2.9%, it's about $15.20 for every $1,000 that you finance. So if you buy a warranty that's $1,500, the warranty costs you 22 bucks a month. If you buy a warranty that's 
$2,000. The warranty costs you $30 a month. You need to understand those things. Now, when they're talking to you about monthly payment in the finance office, tell the guy, I don't care what it does to my payment. How much does the product cost me? How much am I paying for the product? Now, one thing I will tell people is most people, if you're financing a car at a very competitive interest rate, they don't have a credit card that's that low of a rate to finance your repairs versus the warranty. The other thing about a warranty is that everything that you're paying for is paid for at today's price. If you decide three years later that you're going to buy the warranty, I guarantee you it's not going to be at the same price that was offered by the finance manager when you were with me, with me, at the time you were purchasing the car. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. As I was mentioning before the break, products that are sold, and these are some of the common products. Probably the most common product purchased is also the most expensive. On the surface, it makes good sense. Protect yourself from future maintenance and repair costs after the new car warranty is expired, especially as the car gets older and therefore more likely to maintenance and repairs. And below the surface, maybe it will make sense for you as long as you confirm it's a warranty backed by the manufacturer as opposed to a third-party warranty. I will tell you this. There are certain manufacturers that allow dealerships to sell third-party warranties, but it's not the same as watching TV and seeing that your warrant, you know, call us for your warranty. I'm not going to mention the company's names. It's also the one thing I will always recommend. If you get something in the mail that says your warranty's expired, you need to act now, shred it. Don't read any further. However, the value of any warranty is largely determined by how it was used. If your car was breaks a lot, it's worth it. How do you know if your car's going to... Jeremy, do you know if your car's going to break tomorrow? No, I wish I did. Right, so do I. If if it was a reliable champ, you wasted a big chunk of dough. 
Of course, you won't know the answer at the time of purchase, and as such, putting a value on the warranty is difficult. You can bet that the price the dealer quotes is doing their profit margin a favor, not your pocketbook. I will promise you this. When I'm helping you buy a warranty and I'm there with you at the dealership, the profit margin is in your favor, not the dealership's. It's also important to note that you can buy an extended warranty at any time before your new car warranty expires. If you're on the fence, it's probably better to just say no and see how things go after the car ages. Okay, absolutely true. However, some manufacturers have now changed it that you can't buy the warranty at 35 months and 35,000 miles. You had to buy the new car coverage within the first six months or 6,000 miles. I will promise you this. When you go back to the dealership in 35 months, there's no advantage for that dealership to sell you the warranty. There's not going to be a price break at that point for the most part. It's not 100%. You might have a friend. He'll cut you a deal. But what I will tell you is if you walk in and you're the normal guy and you don't know anybody and you ask for the price on that warranty, it is definitely not going to be what it was, what they offered you. I can't tell you. Well, they offered me the warranty for this much when I bought the car, and now they want that much for the car. Well, A, you just went through three years, so everything went up in the last three years. Okay? You also, the, the finance manager no longer cares. that He doesn't get the penetration, which helps his pay plan. Okay? buying If you're buying a car, there's no better time than when you're buying the car to buy the contract. The other thing that you want to remember is if you buy the contract and you drive 12,000 miles a year, you buy a six-year 75,000-mile warranty, not a six-year 100,000-mile warranty. And let's just say you decide to sell the car. Let's just say you decide to give the car to your child. Let's just say it's an unfortunate situation and the car is involved in an accident. It becomes a total loss. The car stolen becomes a payoff, you can cancel the service contract. It is a prorated warranty. The only company that I know that does that, that does this, is if you buy a Mercedes-Benz and you purchase an extended service contract, okay, and this is a perfect example, my friend decided to get rid of his 9,000-mile, three-year-old Mercedes. He purchased an extended service contract. He did not buy a 10-year. He bought an extra three years and an extra 30,000 miles. Well, guess what? Since he's not gotten into the part of the extended warranty, it's not prorated. It's a 100% refund. The The amount of money that people have floating around on products they did not sell back after they did not cancel, it's mind-boggling. This gentleman makes more money than I could ever imagine to know what to do with, and he didn't realize he could cancel that Mercedes-Benz warranty for a 100% refund. Maintenance plans. I'm usually not a firm believer in maintenance plans. Okay, It really boils down to two things. Are you planning on keeping the car? For the full term of this maintenance plan, what does the maintenance plan cover? Okay, is it oil changes? Is it tire rotations? Is it the 15,000-mile major service, a 30,000-mile service, a 45,000-mile service, a 60,000-mile service, and a 75,000-mile service? 
I had a friend that purchased one of those, and it was a new product that the dealership and this finance manager lied to me and my friend and explained that it covers all of the services at the service intervals. Well, he lied. And my friend didn't find out about that until 15,000 miles when they told him it doesn't cover the 15,000 miles service. You have to pay for that. Well, it took about three weeks, but we finally got a hold of the general manager of the dealership. And after a very nice conversation with him and I explained how this worked, uh, they gave my friend all of the services. Okay, I'm not going to say I don't do it for people. I didn't help buy the car. Uh, and the main reason that it actually worked was because... My friend wasn't the only one that this happened to, and they didn't, they knew I understood what I could do to get this whole thing uncovered. Wheel and tire warranties. Now, the, before I go on to the, this, if you buy a service agreement, a maintenance plan, maintenance plan, you need to make sure is that product cancelable? One of my clients, Tom, bought his wife a Audi. She had a BMW X3. And it was kind of funny because when we went to go get the X3, he wanted an X5, she wanted an X3. And she was like, Tom, I'm going to be the one driving the car. And she got the X3. Well, when they traded the X3, he surprised his wife with a Audi A5 convertible. Bought the maintenance, bought the warranty. He's had be, he's had Audis for years. He knows how expensive they could be. Well, within two weeks of owning the car, his wife decided she missed the SUV more than the convertible top going down on the Audi. Well... The funny thing was, when we went to the dealership, I knew this, he knew it. The warranty for the, was cancelable, but the maintenance was not. And it was actually really nice for the general manager to come out and say to my friend Tom, Tom, I've seen you in the dealership before. Gary has brings us plenty of business. The maintenance is not transferable. However, I'm going to have the dealership purchase the maintenance on the car for the new vehicle. Now, it wasn't super expensive, but it was actually a really nice gesture, and it was after I was all done negotiating the deal. It wasn't like it was padded into the price of the car or anything, but it's very un- important to understand what's covered, what's not covered, and what's cancelable. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and all it is is I'm here to help you buy a car. 602-525-1370. Yourcarinsiders.com. There's a contact page. You can email me directly at gary at yourcarinsiders.com. Very, very special thanks. Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Want to send out a very special thanks again to my friend Bobby Rabati and his family, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. B&N Auto Sales. Bobby's phone number, 602-722-9151. You're not going to find a better place for used commercial vehicles. 
Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. Once again, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Um, I do quite a lot of business quite a bit of business with Adam at the Hyundai store. It's a wonderful product. It's a great car. Uh, My daughter drives a Hyundai. My son-in-law drives a Hyundai. I've helped plenty of my friends get Hyundais for their children. You know, we've been talking about this finance thing. So paint and interior protection plans. Modern paint and rust proofing have become so advanced that these are usually unnecessary. I got to tell you, I, I kind of agree to a certain extent with the exception if you don't keep your car in a garage, okay? Because if you leave your car out in the, in the street or you leave it in the driveway like I do and birds poop on your car or you wash your car and don't dry it well enough and the bird poop will actually eat through the clear coat of your car. I have very seldom helped anybody buy these. However, if you have children, and I've done this from experience, orange Kool-Aid does not come out of the carpet very well when it comes out of your child's mouth at 300 miles an hour while they're in the car seat of the car. I'm a big believer if you have four children in the car and you have a light color interior, Purchasing an interior protection is not necessarily a bad deal, but you need to understand what it is that you're paying for. I'm not a monstrous fan in ceramic coating, you know, on on the car for a thousand dollars. No, I don't. I don't recommend it. There are people that I know that they believe in it because they're buying a black car. I'm a believer in clear bras. Okay, but I will warn you about this because I went through that. I ordered my motor. I bought my motorcycle and I brought it back to have the clear bra put on and in one week I actually got a chip in the fairing of my bike and they were supposed to touch up the chip before they put the clear bra on so now what they did was put the clear bra on and they forgot to touch up the chip well the guy in the service department wasn't really happy with how the clear bra looked because some of it was made from freehand cutting because there weren't 
actual templates for some of the parts that I wanted the clear bra put on. So at the end of the day, my clear bra was free. My believer in the clear bra, yes. Would I ever pay to do it again? Not quite sure. Gap insurance. Gap insurance is an individual item. Okay, if you're putting twenty thousand dollars down and you're financing twenty grand, and the car has a thirty thousand, a forty thousand dollar value, and you're only financing twenty thousand dollars, and the finance manager is offering you gap insurance. You better read everything else that you're signing really, really well. And you better have your hand on your wallet because if he's trying to reach in your pocket for gap insurance, when you're putting 50% down, the guy's nothing more than a shyster. Okay. But if you're financing negative equity, okay, you need to understand what gap insurance does. You will need to understand what the percentage of the negative equity that will be covered in the event. Now, here's one that I'm not a fan of at all. I'm not the car alarm guy. I'm not the vehicle locator. I'm not the anti-theft products. Okay, I am not a big believer in adding an aftermarket alarm to a car that already has a factory security system. And this article is correct at this part. They'll often package several of their products into packages to make it easier to buy. Poppycock. You can buy everything individually. Nothing is connected. And I will tell you this. If you're with the finance manager and he offers you a better interest rate, if you're buying the products, once again, watch out for what you're doing. And if you don't want any of the products and he offered you the better interest rate, you now say to him, I'll take the rate, but I don't want the products. If he doesn't give you the rate, that is that's illegal. You cannot, cannot offer a lower interest rate if you buy products. The battle does not start until you enter the finance office. The war is not over until you leave the finance office. On average, I'm in a business office less than 10 minutes unless we're having difficulties with a laptop, an iPad, a computer. I I try to have everything negotiated because I don't want to listen to the pitch on all the products. Remember, you have to sign a disclaimer that says, this is what I don't want and this is what I want. Easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. Very special thanks again to my friend David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Joey Staples at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. And Chad Sasan at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. Welcome to Rodeo Ford. Located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive, Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9.6 of the Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. Yourcarinsiders.com. It's 
about helping you. It's not about selling you anything. You know, one of the things that has changed drastically over the past 18 months is the Arizona Department of Motor Vehicles website. So years and years ago, and I mean decades ago, when you traded your car in, your license plates stayed with the vehicle. So I could remember when I got in the car business that if someone showed up in June and it said their license plates were expiring in June or they had expired in May, you knew they were there shopping for a car. And you also knew when you opened up the glove box and the car was cleaned out that they were shopping for a car. Uh, if the car smelled like an air freshener, you knew they were shopping for a car. But I, I keep talking about this business office thing, the finance office, because there's a lot of things you need to understand. And one thing that I don't do is I don't leave you alone in the business office and I double check everything. A couple of weeks ago, I was helping a young lady buy a car and I looked down on the paperwork as she's signing and he had already made the TRP and there was no charge for license plates. He made some kind of mistake trying to transfer her license plate, which is a vanity plate, to the new car. Now, if I wasn't sitting there, she would have got a brand new license plate for the car and she would have then had to figure out with the DMV transferring the new plate to that car. It's very confusing for people how this plate credit works. If you trade a car in and you just purchased your license plates two months ago, you're going to get approximately 75% of that money that you spent on those license plates. If you did not recently purchase license plates and they're about to expire, you may not have a credit because there is a $12 cancellation fee. Now, I will tell you, it's very simple. I believe the website is, let's find it for you so we can talk about this. It's A-Z-M-V-D now. And when you click on, if you didn't have a page for it, it will say, activate your account or sign in. Have your phone with you because once you activate your account, they're going to send you a security code to be able to log in. They're also going to send you a security code every time you go to log in. So it's going to be with your email, with a password, and every time you go to log in, they're going to tell you, click here or for text or call or email and you get the code. You don't want to let your license plate money go to waste. Now, one thing I will tell you, you live in Arizona, you buy your license plates, you move to another state, register your car in that other state, I don't believe you can cancel that license plate any longer. Uh, I don't know if you can tra- put it in a credit and use it, but that's something that I'm not 100% sure on. But you want to make sure that if you have a plate credit, okay, that it's done. You want to also make sure if you're transferring a license plate, you want to make sure that the finance manager transferred that plate. When they transfer your plate, that means you're only going to get new tags. If you're buying new plates, you're going to get new plates and a new tag in the mail. What I do with people is when you buy a car and they're transferring your plate, I put 
your paper plate, the TRP, into a plastic bag that they give you. I close it and I put it on the back of the license plate. I then screw the license plate with the license plate frame to the back of the car. So when your license plate tag shows up, all you have to do, unscrew the plate, pull off the TRP bag, flip the plate around, and stick the TR, the sticker on the top right portion of the license plate. I will never forget. Now, I do this. I don't normally have the salesperson do it. I can't stand when they take the, the, the bag and they just stick it on and they don't run the screws through it. Helped a woman buy her lease out. And they had gotten a horrible deal. I was not there to help them get the car, but I did, through another dealership, help her buy her lease out. And she called me and she said, I only got tags in the mail. I don't have my license plate. And I said to her, you absolutely have your license plate because I put it on the back of the car. Go out to the car. Well, the car's not here. I said, do me a favor. Call me when the car's here. So her husband had been out. 15 minutes later, he came home. She calls me up and she says, the only thing on the back of the car is the plastic bag with the piece of dull metal. Well, if you unscrew the two screws and flip that piece of dull metal around, you'll see that there's a license plate there. Oh, my God, Gary, you're right. You told me that that's what you did. I completely forgot. I like to put the plate there for two reasons. A, I know you left with it, and B, I know where it's going to be when it's time. You know, one of the funniest things that I ever remember happening, I was at a Toyota dealership helping a a gal buy a car. She ended up taking the bag that they gave her with the owner's manuals, and they put the owner's manuals in the glove box, and she threw the yellow envelope into the back of the car. So I get a phone call the next day from my friend who's the salesman at the dealership, and he's like, Gary, I don't know what happened, but she just called me, and she called me every name in the book, and she said, we never gave her two keys for the car. And I said, you know what? Stop. He gave her two keys for the car. Let me call her. So I call her up, and she begins to swear at me like she swore at my friend Jim. And I said, Viv, you know, I love you. We've been friends a long time, but you can't talk to me like that, and you can't talk to Jim like that. You need to relax and calm down for a second because you got two keys to the car yesterday because I gave them to you. Look in the yellow bag, the yellow envelope that's in the back of the car. The goddamn envelope's empty. Okay, now what I need you to do is step back from the car and lock the car with the remote that you have. The frickin' remote doesn't work. The car won't lock. Jeremy, I can say that, right? Yeah, I think we can slide on that. Okay, just want to make sure. But the funny thing was, when she went to lock the car and it didn't work, I said, Viv, do me a favor. Take your head and look under the right seat in the front of the car. She looks under the right seat under the car comes out with some very choice swear words, thanks me so much, starts laughing, and hangs up on me. She had both keys to the car. If you can't lock your car with the remote, it means the second key was in the vehicle. I'm here 
to help you. I am not here to sell you anything. The one thing you want to remember, things have a value, okay? If you buy a warranty for your car, just make sure you pay the right price. If you buy anything for your car, make sure you pay the right price. If you have car insurance questions, you want to make sure you're insured for what you need and you don't want to find out you don't have it when you need it. There was an article that I'm going to finish with and I'm going to delete everything else. Uh, and, you know, what is dealer invoice? It's more complicated than just what the dealership paid for the car. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If you bring up the word invoice and you want to have a dollar amount over invoice on purchasing a car, okay, I can get away with it. You might get asked to leave the car dealership. I have friends that still want to sell as many cars as they possibly can. I helped a friend of mine buy Ford Ram pickup trucks, four of them, okay? And when I was telling one of my friends about it, he said, I don't know why they would do that. Why would they give the cars away like that? And it was simple because they need to sell a certain amount of cars every month and they want to be a volume dealership, not necessarily a non-volume dealership. What does the dealer really pay? Usually 1% to 3% is holdback. That's not any longer the case. Some cars have 6% holdback. Some cars have no holdback. They're not going to discuss holdback with you right now because they're not sharing holdback to sell cars right now. Dealers will almost never disclose the holdback amount. If you get a copy of the invoice, it's usually on the invoice. We recommend that you use it for your own reference, not as a bargaining chip in negotiations. The shadowy holdback situations make buyer thinks that they're paying invoices, getting the car at dealer's cost, but that's not necessarily the case. Remember, real-world transaction places are set by supply, demand, and negotiating skills. Negotiating down to invoice, regardless of holdback or rebates, might be a great deal or a lousy one. It all depends on the car. Absolutely correct. Okay, I'll never forget the article that I talked about where the guy was saying the biggest scam in the car dealership is the is the destination charge. Okay, Destination charge is not set by the dealer. The destination charge is what is on the MSRP from the manufacturer. It's part of what the dealership pays when they get the car. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, real quick... If you have a 2.7 liter V6 EcoBoost uh, in a 2021 Ford Bronco, you want to keep your eyes out and take a look on the National Highway Transportation and pay attention. In some cases, these issues that they're having, uh, it's valve train issues, complete total engine failure. 625 miles, the low engine oil pressure alert came on, had the vehicle towed to the dealership. After inspection, they stated the engine will need to be replaced. It's now been two months and still waiting for the vehicle to be repaired. I sure the heck wouldn't want to buy a brand new car and have the engine have to be replaced. Another thing with Ford is they're, they're going to actually make it where... When you buy an electric car, they're thinking about turning that to completely online, non-negotiating. Most of the manufacturers 
of electric cars are online non-negotiating. But here was an article that I found. I didn't read it, but I thought it was interesting. So remember when I always tell you there's nothing wrong with the leasing a car as long leasing a car if you know what you're doing. So this gentleman actually wrote the article, Living Debt Free, Saving Money, the top ten reasons not to lease a car, his thirteen thousand dollar mistake. Now I will tell you this I've helped more people in the last year take leases, buy them out or sell them, and make money. Believing a leasing a car was the worst financial mistake I've ever made. One of the worst. Because of that, I'm here to give you the top 10 reasons to not lease a car. You're spending a lot of money on something you do not own. Well, guess what, folks? If you finance a car, you don't anything have anything. New cars depreciate in value the second they leave the car lot. Well, guess what? Don't agree with that either because if the car does depreciate, it's not your problem. It's the lease company's problem. At the end of the lease, they have to turn the car in with nothing to show for it. It's certainly not the case right now. The gal bought her lease out the other day for $24,000. The car was worth thirty six grand. If you took the equity that she would have if she sold the car, it covered the lease payments. If you want to get rid of a lease early, there are crazy fees. Well, guess what? If you finance a car and you finance negative equity, it's the same thing. There is a payoff involved, whether it's a lease or a purchase. Leases come with mileage limits. Absolutely. Well, this idiot leased a car with a 75,000 mile per year lease. I thought it would be tight, but thankfully I'm way under the miles due to the pandemic. Guess what? One thing I've never seen waived is miles on a lease you must keep a lease car in good condition absolutely true okay you must follow the manufacturer's maintenance requirements okay registration fees and insurance can be higher on new newer cars most of your insurance liabilities are the same whether you lease or purchase there are some that however require you to have a higher liability if you get an accident your lease terms are still the same okay You better hope your insurance is good enough to cover all that you owe. Most leases come with gap insurance. Folks, be careful when you're reading these articles on the Internet. They, some of them, don't know what they're talking about.